guys, and welcome to another episode of Guy 3D's Unbeatable Stories with your host, Guy de Benoit. Welcome back! You might be whispering she's finally staying on track, because yes, yes I am. For today's episode, I present to you Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I take no credit at all because it's all J.K. Rowling. I'll be reading the first two pages. All right, here we go. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by J.K. Rowling. Chapter 1. The Boy Who Lived. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of Number 4, Pivot Drive, were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious, because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dursley was the director of a firm called Grunnings, which made drills. He was a big, beefy man with hardly any neck, although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dursley was thin and blonde and had nearly twice the amount of neck, which came in very useful as she spent so much of her time craning over garden fences, spying on the neighbors. The Dursleys had a small son called Dudley, and in their opinion, there was no finer boy anywhere. The Dursleys had everything they wanted, but they also had a secret, and their fastest fear was that somebody would discover it. They didn't think they could bear it if anyone found out about the Potters. Mrs. Potter was Mrs. Dudley's sister, though they hadn't met for several years. In fact, Mrs. Dursley pretended she didn't have a sister, because her sister and her good-for-nothing husband were as undursleyish as it was possible to be. The Dursleys shuddered to think what the neighbors would say if the Potters arrived in the street. The Dursleys knew that the Potters had a small son, too, but they had never even seen him. This boy was another good reason for keeping the Potters away. They didn't want Dudley mixing with a child like that. When Mr. and Mrs. Dursley woke up on a dull, gray Tuesday, our story starts. There was nothing about the cloudy sky outside to suggest that strange and mysterious things would soon be happening all over the country. Mr. Dursley hummed as he picked out his most boring tie for work, and Mrs. Dursley gossiped away happily as she wrestled a screaming Dudley into his high chair. None of them noticed a large, tawny owl flutter past the window. At half past eight, Mr. Dursley picked up his briefcase pecked Mrs. Dursley on the cheek, and tried to kiss Dudley goodbye but missed, because Dudley was now having a tantrum and throwing his cereal at the walls. Little tyke, chortled Mr. Dursley as he left the house. He got into his car and backed out out of Number 4's drive. It was on the corner of the street that he noticed the first sign of something peculiar, a cat reading a map. For a second, Mr. Dursley didn't realize what he had seen. Then he jerked his head around to look again. There was a tabby cat standing on the corner of Privet Drive, but there wasn't a map in sight. What could he have been thinking of? It must have been a trick of the light. Mr. Dursley blinked and stared at the cat. It stared back. As Mr. Dursley drove around the corner and up the road, he watched the cat in his mirror. It was now reading the sign that said Privet Drive. No, looking at the sign. Cats couldn't read maps 
or signs. Mr. Dursley gave himself a little shake and put the cat out of his mind. As he drove toward town, he thought of nothing except a large order of drills he was hoping to get that day. But on the edge of town, drills were driven out of his mind by something else. As he sat in the usual morning traffic jam, he couldn't help noticing that there seemed to be a lot of strangely dressed people about. People in cloaks. Mr. Dursley couldn't bear people who dressed in funny cloaks. The get-ups he saw on young people. He supposed this was some stupid new fashion. He jumped his fingers on the steering wheel, and his eyes fell on a huddle of these weirdos standing quite close by. They were whispering excitedly together. Mister Dursley was enraged to see that the couple of them weren't young at all. Why, that man had to be older than he was, and wearing an emerald green cloak. The nerve of him! Then it struck Mister Dursley that this was probably some silly stunt. These people were obviously collecting for something. Yes, that would be it. The traffic moved on, and a few minutes later, Mister Dursley arrived in the Grunnings parking lot. His mind back on drills. Mister Dursley always sat with his back to the window in his office on the ninth floor. If he had it, he might have found it harder to concentrate on drills that morning. He didn't see the owl swooping past in broad daylight, though people. Down in the street, they pointed and gazed open-mouthed as owl after owl sped overhead. Most of them had never seen an owl, even at nighttime. Mister Dursley, however, had a perfectly normal owl-free morning. He yelled at five different people. He made several important telephone calls and shouted a bit more. He was in a very good mood until lunchtime, when he thought he'd stretch his legs and walk across the road to buy himself a bun from the bakery. He'd forgotten all about the people in cloaks until he passed a group of them next to the bakers. He eyed them angrily as he passed. He didn't know why, but they made him uneasy. This bunch were whispering excitedly too. And he hadn't seen a single collecting tin. It was on his way back past them, clutching a large donut in a bag, that he caught a few words of what they were saying. The Potters. That's right. That's what I heard. Yes, their son Harry. I'm sure you love the outstanding writing of the famous J.K. Rowling. Wow, that reminded me of Rowling. As a fellow Harry Potter fan myself, I can say that this series is amazing. Throughout the series, Rowling does an amazing job taking us through the journey of our protagonist, Harry. So email me or send a message if you'd like more of Harry Potter. I only read two pages, so I'm sure you want more. I can read one chapter if you'd like. I think today's episode was a blast, but I think that was enough for one episode. Subscribe to my podcast, Guy Three's Unbeatable Stories, if you haven't already. Guy Three signing out.